Did I tell you that I'm one percent Spanish? <laughs> That's the we, very first line of the podcast. We have so much in common. No, so I'm actually going to do an uh, intro, uh, basically like a five minute thing of me. Talking. Oh, and then you'll lead it in. Welcome back to a much, much, much delayed and I'm sure sought after episode of Men in the Machine. I am Kevin, and you will have noticed that there has not been any content in a very long time. I think that's obvious as to why I couldn't have anyone here to do podcasts. And it wasn't exactly something I cared to do on my own because when I do, those ones generally are just for me. So, I mean, unless anyone would like to hear me do a solo podcast of what's on my mind or or what I'm doing. I, like, I built a computer quarantine. I've been home forever. I'm work from home now. I built a brand new gaming rig, and I've been working in the yard and swimming in my pool and all sorts of stuff. Anyways, point is, haven't had a new podcast out in a really long time, and there's just a certain point in time where you need to draw the line. And in this scenario, that line was Halloween in July. Something we've done here, me and my friends... For, this is our third year now. It's one of the most fun things, a really fun tradition to have going with uh, the people around me. My friends Jake, DJ, and Craig, of course, are back. We've all got movies picked. We're all going to sit down, make fun of them, make incredibly terrible jokes, which I apologize for in advance, and we'll work on making them dramatically less as time goes on, Ho hopefully to the point where not at all. But the point is, things happen. Uh, the audio is decent, but we're still getting into the swing of things, uh, trying to figure out how to set up the room. I have a new computer desk, all sorts of great stuff happening over here in our lives. So without further ado, we are back with Men in the Machine. We are back with Halloween in July, and I hope you enjoy this episode starting as always with my pick of movie, something a little out of left field, but I am not going to explain it multiple times. I will let past me take over the mic from here enjoy <laughs> Craig. I'm DJ. You sound like Craig forgot his name for a second. I'm... Oh, God. Oh, do I Craig? <laughs> it's been so long. Do I have a special sign-on for this? Do I call myself something else? I don't know. Am I Bill now? Oh, no. I mean, if you want to create a name for the podcast, you, so you don't get... Who was it? What, I'm not going to say their name, because that would defeat the purpose of the story I'm saying, but someone really didn't want their name on the internet, so Abby. you... I said I wasn't going to... You could make a, a pen name. What's your pen name? Uh... Well, that's not their real name. That's the name they use on the internet. So yeah, and, and pen name is specifically for writing. Right. I haven't decided. So use that. I haven't decided yet when I eventually get published. You know, keeping that positivity. It's gonna out. happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, He's gonna go by the name DJ Good Penis. <laughs> there you go. Long Rod Von Huge and Dong. <laughs> like, I could use a pen name, and there's pros and cons to that. But if I use my own name, it's. I feel like I could get a lot of publicity out of it. Is because of my last name, the Craig James Bible. Who's the most? And this is leading somewhere. Who's the most famous non-pen name author? 
Is Stephen King his real name? Is Joe Hill his real I'm name? I'm pretty sure is Stephen Michael King Crichton? is his real name. But he has written under a pen name before. Yeah, I've no, I have two or three of them. Uh, or and then, uh, I don't like bringing her up because she's a dirty fucking JK. Yeah. JK's the worst. Yeah, she is the worst. I'm, I'm pretty done with Harry Potter shit. Yeah. Was J.R.R. Tolkien a pen name? Uh, nope, that was his real name. Yep. So, yeah. George R.R. R. Martin is He's a Tolkien. pen name. His, yeah, his son is Christopher Tolkien. So yeah, yeah, I was pretty sure it was his real name. Well, just because the has the name doesn't mean they like didn't that. take it. You could you could adapt. So Tolkien's pretty famous. Yeah, maybe the biggest. Um, I mean Shakespeare. I mean, so Stephen King. <laughs> well, there's pro- there's debate of whether Shakespeare was a pen name or not. Oh, yeah. Stephen King is probably the most widely known. I'd assume. Like, yeah, and, and actively famous. Well, yeah, he's got a huge body of work too. So yeah. huge body. There's H.P. Lovecraft, which I've learned after doing some research. Over time, he was a less, less of a shitty person. Yeah. Wow. He could have you, you know become an okay person if he didn't die of cancer. Want to know something super He crazy? graduated from attending Nazi rallies to just posting kind of passive-aggressive comments on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did marry a Jewish woman, so he was... You know what's like, crazy? Did you say, did you say Jew? You're like, you're like, he married a Jew-ish woman. <laughs> Jew-ish. <laughs> so, H.P. Lovecraft? He wrote a story called uh, The Lurking Fear, which actually went on to inspire one of my favorite horror movies ever, Bleeders, which is what we're talking about today. Oh, good. I mean, I purposely did that nice segue. segue. <laughs> that was the theme we talked about doing, Lovecraft? actually. Yeah, it was a Lovecraft theme. I remember talking about that. I remember talking about that last year. I remember talking about that, like, Well, we brought it ago. back up this year because of The Lighthouse. It got him so hyped. Okay. But when we were doing Cthulhu, right before we were done with Cthulhu... We had brought up using Lovecraft as a theme, and I was talking about how, holy shit, this movie's based off Lovecraft. And it is. Not very well, mind you. I looked <laughs> up the original story. It really... Has any of you read it? What was the original story? The, the Lurking, Lurking Fear. Fear. The Lurking Fear. I have not. I do have his, like, entire collection of works, but I've only gotten, like, a fourth of the way through it. one of them directly behind you. I have one collection of... It's no, not that's the Batman. But... Right, also that. I've got many busts of Batman. I feel like we didn't swing into this with enough hype, though. It's Halloween in July, folks. Right! Oh, right. yeah! And this is the first movie. Uh, mm-hmm. The yeah. Anal Collection. Correct. So it was a lot of concern when I downloaded the file, because I did not want to pay for this movie, as we'll find out. Did we come up with the subtitle? <laughs> I wonder Because why. it's Halloween in July 3. Oh, right. And the third movie in horror franchises tend to add a subtitle. Like... Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Season of the Witch, as you pointed Halloween out. Three, Season of the Witch. Oh, I mean, I think Nightmare 2 had a subtitle. Nightmare 2 did not. Wasn't it like... It might have been like... Wasn't it like Freddy Returns or something like that? Freddy's Revenge? Or was that the fourth one? Because the fourth one was uh, the Dream Master. It was Dream Warriors, Dream Masters... There was all dream something. Then it was like Revenge of Freddy or Freddy's Revenge. Uh, Freddy Lives or something. It was yeah. like there was Freddy's Dead and then Freddy Lives or something. And then Wes Craven's New Nightmare. I'm pretty sure two had one though. I gotta, I gotta. The point is, the first movie is called Bleeders, aka Hemoglobin. The or, Anal Collection. There were or, a few titles that you said. That or this movie the. Has. It didn't ever get a official release under this title, but some DVD releases in certain countries called it The Descendant. And. Two was Freddy's Revenge. I told okay. you. I, Nailed it. <laughs> Doubt my Freddy Krueger. Uh, he used to be my favorite, and then he wasn't. And now it's Mike Myers, and it will always be Mike Myers. Because he loves Austin Powers. Oh, is it Michael Myers for the movies? Patrick yes, does yes. that to me every time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I love Michael Myers. He's like, the 
horror franchise? I was like, no, the guy who did Wayne's World. I do it every time. I'm sorry. Swing! Uh, yeah. Um, I'm surprised that's not an SNL sketch yet, but it should be. If it I is. feel like it should have been one when... Mike, Mike Myers yeah, was... Wait. Mike Myers is Austin Powers. Yes, okay. Yes, it should have been one. But, that's not what we're talking about. Halloween July 3, the... Do any of our movies work with it? No. Um, no. Mine doesn't. Yours doesn't. Yours doesn't. You haven't decided. I mean, my, my, I, I know what movie I'm doing, and I think everyone knows what movie I'm doing. So my yeah. suggestion... Is it Army of Darkness? It is it's Army, Army of Darkness. Darkness. <laughs> so my suggestion for the subtitle is Halloween in July 3, Dawn of the Ted. Dawn of the Ted. I'll put it in there. I have no qualms with it. It's a, it's a great title. And I didn't notice any Ted Raimi in this movie. There's oh, no Ted Raimi in this movie. But who do you think was the the, the oh, hemoglobin? Oh, he was all of the hermaphrodites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers! Oh, my bad. So this is a movie about how their lives got twist-turned upside down when a really creepy, pale-ass white dude... So fucking When pale. Craig shows up to the island. And it turns out he makes oh, himself... Well, he is paler than me. And he makes himself look that pale. There's a scene early in the beginning of the movie where he's putting on white yeah, makeup. He has, like, foundation. Yeah, he's like, hold on, gotta... He has a disease. That's all we know. Oh, wait, well, wait. Like, as, soon as, as soon as he showed up, like, Craig started laughing because right. this guy looks so ridiculous. So I'll just give the premise and then we'll start with the first scene because the first scene doesn't do... So there's a gentleman named John who has a very rare disease that no doctor in the land can figure out and he's going home to see if there's any history so on this like, whoa, 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 is no, this like no. a prequel to repo because she had a rare blood disease well, much, yeah. that wasn't the first scene no no i said it's i'm just giving oh, the plot oh, okay. so, and he goes say. home to see if anyone knows anything about his family his history his disease if they can help if you look ancestry.com to like <laughs> yeah your, your family's from the small island off of maine you right. see that's why i brought up the one percent spanish it fits because it of ancestry.com it's perfect yeah. but no, that is not this the first scene is twincest oh yeah yes uh it is and boobies does anyone remember the name her name uh, eva oh, van damme eva van damme and she is a noble lady who is really into her brother. Oh, she's really into herself. Right. She wishes right. she could fuck herself. Right. But because she can't, she settles for the next best thing. Yeah, and it, give, it gives us this exposition where the King of Holland is like, hey, apparently a lot of our blood diseases is because we bang our cousins, so you can't do that anymore. And this lady's He's like, like, well, I'm not going to bang my cousin. I'm going to bang my brother, okay? Yeah. And it Fuck you, out, Adam, out. It points out that this lady was so narcissistic, if she could fuck herself, she would. But oh yeah, it's, so a lot of this movie is people looking in the mirror at themselves. Yeah, and since and like tweaking their nipples, of course. Yeah. yeah, and since it was no longer uh, uh, okay to do that in Holland, she of course goes to the only other place where that's acceptable: the Alabama. <laughs> I, I was going to say Maine, but you know. yeah, okay, right, right. right. <laughs> I think it's pretty acceptable. Maine too. Really, probably is Maine just not the Alabama of New England? Wow. Um, really makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, in Connecticut, it's legal to marry your first cousin. I don't so, have any hot first cousins. Never been an issue for me. So I don't know my cousins. Never been an he issue. Could have, he could have banged them. <laughs> There's a very real possibility. Basically, uh, what we're saying <laughs> is the Pornhub tags for this movie are incest, uh, nipple play, and uh, anal collection. <laughs> oh, and, oh no, I'm stuck. Help me, stepbrother. <laughs> very common theme in this movie. Uh, and yes, yeah, she bangs her brother. Why did step-sibling porn become like the new hotness of 20... 20- 
20. It was there before 2020. I mean, it existed it's before. It's ever since, existed. ever since Morty jumped into the, the thing and wished the incest porn were mainstream. That's <laughs> that is it. actually kind of a yeah. very real jumping off point for that being big. Oh, and also um, the the guy, the, the senator who got his, his internet search, went, he tweeted a tag for a uh, Corey Chase. Hmm. It, he tweeted a tag of one of her videos of, oh no, stepson, I'm stuck. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. One of the really... Cruz? Was it Ted Cruz? I don't think so. He's a Zodiac killer. Yeah, he's... Someone like... I. Someone did that. I'll look it up while you guys continue talking about the movie. But anyways, it just kind of happened. You can't explain viralness, all right? It also, just happens. I'm going to blame Game of Thrones, because if you remember... Also true. Game of Thrones season one was like, incest Ew. Then you get to season seven, and it's like, incest. Yeah! <laughs> Who doesn't want to bang their uncle? In law. Oh, Aunt. you're talking about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, woof, woof. Well, yeah, they're related. <laughs> and then even when they know they're related, they're just like, yeah, but we're just going to keep you know doing what? it. It's good go, enough. I'm gonna I go mean, it's good enough for our, our ancestors. I'm going with an incognito tab to Google this. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want my wife to look at my phone. Controversy. Um, this would be too hot for YouTube because yeah. YouTube doesn't allow. Any yeah, Ted Cruz Twitter account likes pornographic tweet from Corey Chase. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was Ted Cruz, okay. and, it, and he's just like, no, no, I would never. That would make sense since he is the Zodiac killer. What was the Alex Jones quote? Only there are only people? two people in this world: people that watch porn and people that lie about it. But there definitely wasn't. I definitely wasn't watching porn on my phone. Yeah. And as we know about <laughs> Alex Jones, he likes the trans women he porn. does which is so topical to this movie we're talking about he also about. really likes it is. talking about <laughs> goblins which really this movie could have been called Hemo Goblins I was just thinking that I, when we were talking I was like I actually kind of thought it was for me a second too. I was like Hemo Goblin Hemo Goblin in the never ending saga Craig mispronounces stuff on Halloween in July so she moves to the brave new world right and she takes, and, and it points out she takes her brother, her cousins, her nephews, her aunts, her own, the whole goddamn family gets on a boat and heads to some nondescript island off of Maine. We, we assume it's Maine because at one point they say that it's off the coast of Banger. It's Maine. Banger? I barely know her. And I, I, I believe it shows that name on purpose to be outside of Banger. Probably. I mean, they're not so well, subtle. So the island they land at, which actually, before we find this out, the guy you finally see, Mr. Nobody. I don't know what the hell his. What I could use as a funny nickname like we did for all of uh, It Follows, but the creepy dude, Pale Boy, he starts having an episode where his disease is hitting him hard and he's bleeding out the nose. So, and importantly, one, one important detail they mention is that when they move to the new world, they never leave their house and no one ever sees them again. Right. They isolate. And she, eventually they just are assumed to die off. Mm hmm. In a fire. Ooh. They mentioned the fire later. Yeah. Like yeah. At the beginning, they're a little... It all changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Right, correct. Um, and yeah, this guy, the character's name is John. Yep, John... John Strauss. Strauss. Yes, and he looks like... Um, He's gonna sing a song about a little glass vial. He does. I, I said he looks like a the uh, Daniel Radcliffe and Tommy Wiseau did the fusion So we'll call dance, him Danny Wiseau. And it came out wrong. And it failed. <laughs> Danny Radso. I mean, the character's name is John, and Tommy Wiseau's famous character in the room's name was Johnny, so... It's almost too perfect. And you see this guy's butt, and he has an overly long, (laughs) gratuitous sex scene, so... But... With a blonde girl. But also short, because it doesn't have the tasteful cuts to make it seem like it takes (laughs) a long time. It just... It's just that time period. 
Uh, and he starts having an episode seizure and blood mm-hmm. from the face. Yeah, you, you see like a stuff. stream of blood coming out of his nose slowly, and then uh, he starts spazzing. And Cheese goes to give him his medicine, and he obviously kicks it right off the dock. Which, that upset... Like, if this is the thing that's supposed to prevent him from dying, why do you put it right next to the fucking edge? This 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 woman, who, her the character's name is Kathleen. Yep. Apparently we learn right at the very end. Strauss. Her name's also yep, she's, Strauss. She's married to him. And apparently she's not very used to dealing with his episodes because she's like, yeah, let me put the medicine over here. Except she claims she's a nurse and has been dealing with it forever. Yes. <laughs> she pulls it out. But if, if she had used it, it wouldn't be a deal. If she had, like, pulled it out and made the vibe. But no, she just pulls it out to set it down. Yeah. Why pull it out? Yeah. And, and then she's like, oh, go in and get it. It's like, yeah. it's in the water. It was That's already gone. uncorked. It was already yeah. uncorked, too. Yeah, right. It's gone. I will say, aside from the lighting, this isn't the worst shot B-movie I've ever seen. The lighting is awful. That's though. the bad part. There's some real bad green screen when they're on the boat, too. Yeah. The worst shot B movie I've seen is a B movie. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this guy. Uh, and he's freaking out, and they explain that there's no doctors on the island. Oh, wait. There's one doctor on the island. Sort of. Way over there. They call yeah. him a doctor, sort of. Right. And she's like, well, I'll give you whatever you want. Take me there, and this is where we're introduced to pretty little mouse girl the blonde who is willing to help anyone with anything despite being super unhappy in the town and just wants to leave i didn't really understand her arc um well i think she just wanted to bang the only guy she's seen well that's what they explain next right so she they get to the doctor and he heals him whatever but the doctor is rutger hauer right who is top billed in this movie rightfully it's important to point out what jake just said at one point they point out that there's no men on the island all the men Work on the fishing boats. All the ladies exist on land. No banging going on around here. You do see plenty of men, like especially toward the end. Yeah. The, the, but that's because like they're coming in, the in off the boat yeah. because of the hurricane. Mm. And they get to Rutger's house. Yeah. And he explains that... Well, first off, he's drunk. He's blasted at the point when they get there. For being, I mean, it's Maine. It's Maine. For being the top-billed actor in this movie, again, rightfully so, right. there's actually surprisingly little of Rutger Hauer in this movie. He spends most of this movie in like uh, in like his lab, taking a look at a microscope and going, oh, Ooh, that's, that's very interesting. Sniffing semen. He get, we do establish that he can determine semen by smell. Yep. <laughs> Which is oh. impressive. Yeah, yeah, that's semen. <laughs> so... I actually get the impression that we don't really get that much focus on any of the main characters. A lot of this movie is just going around the island like, here's some people over here, yep. here's some people over here. It, 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 and it also doesn't give you names well. Like, we didn't even know her name was Kathleen till the yeah. end. It probably says it before that, I'm not saying it doesn't, but you don't pick it up because it doesn't take any time to tell you anything. Yeah, I, I can't even remember the name of Rucker Hauer's character. Doctor Who's a what's it? Yeah, something it, like yeah it's, it's like Dr. Uh, Monroe or something like that. Mm-hmm. Martin? Marvin? Martin. Just go with Martin. Yeah. Just Dr. Martin. Dr. Martin. Let's call him Rutger Howard. Dr. Yeah, there you go. Actually, it just makes Doc sense Martins. to go with Rutger, yeah. <laughs> um, and he explains, or she's like, you need, do you have this medicine? This medicine? I do have of this Of course medicine, I have this medicine. But it's going to kill him. She's like, no, no, trust me, it's not going to kill him. No. It's going to kill him. No, no, trust me. They do it like three times. They literally go back and forth. I think they like, if he doesn't have this disease, it's going to kill him. Right, but the doctor doesn't know about the disease. Mm-hmm. Right, because we're very quickly going to have him like examine him and be like, I, I have no idea what this is. There's yeah. nothing like, right. there's no medical precedent for whatever it is he has. 
Except for yeah, this wait, thing wait. I do happen to actually know a lot about. Well, no, that's a <laughs> scene later. Yeah, when they get made. That is later, but so he gives him. She gives him the medicine, and all of a sudden he's fine. Well, fine, but fine. He has I mean, all the women think he's fine. Right. What? He has a couple of those moments where he's like, I'm new to the island, I don't know anything, but let me tell you about the history of the yeah. Dams. <laughs> so that's what he says right there. When she's healing him, she asks him a question, he's like, listen, ma'am, I've only been here two months. I can't help you. The very next scene he's involved in, he's like, the history of the Van Dams. They lived here 75 years ago. Also, you're thinking that they're setting him up as being new here so that he'll be like an outsider and maybe a bit of an outcast. The rest no, of the he's time. like the guy he that everyone goes to. He is yeah. literally like the go-to guy for any problems. Like, oh, there's people grave robbing? Go to the doctor! Yeah, everyone loves him in this town. He is like a pillar of the community. Except they, they try to establish some backstory where he used to be a doctor and then they took away his license because right. he had a drinking problem, which he didn't have. But he now has. Yeah. That's definitely just to establish him as like a hard-living man with a heart of gold, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And absolutely no one cares about it. Yeah. Yeah. To to that point, I thought that that was going to be like, the town is what took away his license. No, he moved there. Yeah. No, he's, yeah, he has a perfectly, the the town loves him, he loves the town. They're basically just establishing it as background so that you know he's had a hard life. He's a big fan fan of Ben Affleck. It's a good, it's a well-directed movie. I do like Ben Affleck. Uh, So, he's healthy, and we get to go see the, uh, uh, controversy of the town which is that the local morgue what do you call it i'm gonna call it a a mortuary hotel slash mortuary right right right. it's like a it's like a mortuary b&m it's a bm it's a bed and mortuary (laughs) uh and what it is is this lady is the only rich person on the because she's the only one with the real job beside Besides fishing. I was going to say, like, we, she is the only person we see who actually has a job. Yeah, she's the only one doing anything. She runs the mortuary and she buries all the bodies. And there's this... The town is trying to discredit her. And they show that her caskets are made of shit wood. And they Which have to they dig, are. Yeah, they and are. And they're using that as an excuse to dig up all of the... Land. The, yeah, dig up all of the land in town for, I assume, real estate development. Probably. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Take the bodies, put them into new caskets, and ship them away to be buried elsewhere. But, oh no! There's no bodies in here. Not in some of them. Yeah. Some of them are holes, there's like yeah, claw marks. Yeah, they look marks. like they were broken into, and they're like, what, mm-hmm. what the hell's going so on So it kind of seemed like at first they were setting up to be almost like a, like a vampire thing, where these people were buried, but they disappeared before right. being buried. And he has a rare blood disease that makes him very pale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like... Totally thought it was going to be vampires. No, it wasn't a vampire. It's not a vampire. He's always hungry. Craving. 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 Uh, but not for uh, not for turkey sandwiches. Turkey sandwiches, no. It's also, hold on, this is really important because they never point this out. And I thought, like, I'm not... Actually, I wanted to have a conversation at the start of the podcast that I didn't get to, but we can do a quick one here. And it's very similar to a comic book pod- argument I had with my buddy Charles. What level of importance and quality do you put behind... The lack of important and quality, importance and quality behind a B movie. Like, if B movies didn't exist, is that better or worse? Uh, oh, I think oh, so. B movies are great. Yeah. yeah, no. So they're. I I think they're. It's like fast food. They are super essential for what they do. They set ground for better storytelling and also give a foundation to filmmakers trying to do other well, stuff. And I also don't think a B movie has to have bad storytelling either. A B movie is just low budget. Well, right, but. 
when they are poor, this was like, bad storytelling. When they're poor <laughs> like this, though, or something like it's like say um, critters or something like let's say even Gremlins sucked balls. I'm gonna say it. I'm sorry. I know it's people love that yeah. movie and what. The story is bullshit and stupid from the beginning, but people are like, no, no, that's a good example of these types of movies. No, it's not. But Kevin, you're, gonna, you're probably going to... If, if anyone actually friends. listened to this and you insulted Gremlins... So we're going to come at us for Gremlins. I know, but the point is, what I'm saying is, these kind of bad movies, because I, I, I love B-movies, I think that, and this is going to destroy my room argument, in how bad they are, they're actually necessary and quality It's like Roadhouse. That. It's a train wreck. Roadhouse, yeah. So... This movie, being that it has no really good main characters, a terrible story and plot. There's only one bad thing I had with the movie, and it's this scene that we're talking about. They're going through the caskets. No bodies. Holes in them. This worker lady whose name you get when they scream out for her to help. She opens a casket, just barely, gets poisoned or scared she yeah, drops dead yeah for some reason she, she just, just like, dies oh, she dropped yeah. dead but i thought they were going to explain that later but and no. here's the other issue so we know these things we're going to get to it later so i guess i'll hold out we know how these things operate that are the main antagonist of the movie right they it's in the coffin because it closes the thing again <laughs> Where did it go? What did people... What? That, there's nothing to well, that. Well, so so they're, they're tunnelers. They, 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 we know that they can tunnel. So, it's in the casket, up out of the hole, on the ground. It's up. It's up and out. It closes the casket again. There's a lot of room between where it would need to go and where it is. And also, if that tunnel was open, when they removed the casket, you'd be like... What do you know? You Look at just, that thing. Yeah, could have just digged through the bottom of the casket because we see him do that. Yeah, and then so. make a new hole. That well, I just assume, well, no, no. This this thing stays in the casket because isn't this? It gets spooked by the fisherman later. Oh, yeah. oh that oh. might have been a thing I completely missed. Is it that thing? Yeah, it's got to be that I think, thing. I so, so yeah, this this old lady sees it and then just dies. She, I'm gonna assume it was some poison, like because she does turn like gray real fast. I think she just like has a heart attack from seeing the thing. <laughs> oh, that, no. that would make more sense than poison. Yeah. Yeah. I like the poison thing. Why did they use poison in the rest of the movie? A lot of things going on. Okay, a lot. The of... movie doesn't make sense. That was the only away. thing that had the poison and it died later. Just so that one, that one thing. It had the poison semen that the doctor yeah. later sniffs. Uh, so the lady just <laughs> dies, right? Semen? Yep, yep. She just goes ahead, kicks the bucket, and they're like, well, that was the... Here, we introduced you to what you know is going to be what makes this a horror movie. Woof. But you don't know it. Horror movies should not show you things. This movie egregiously shows us stuff later well, on. Well, it... Did at least try. Yeah. Because earlier there was a scene in the, the mortuary where the four kids, the fat one, the oh, girl, right. the ginger, and the fourth one, because I can't it's, remember it's that Chuck, one. Chuck, the one. ginger, the girl, and the other guy. Yeah. Well, the other guy dies. Yeah. From... They're, they're playing, and then they get yelled at, and the three boys run up, and yeah. the girl, we have like a scene where it's like, oh, what's working? Yeah. And the Except it doesn't really work because it's way too dark. I. Right. I actually think that at least at the beginning, there's a decent air of yeah. mystery about what exactly is going on here and what the monsters are going to be. Once they show the monsters and you see what they look like, yeah. it's kind of. Those I think the like, problem is they explain everything. Just happens too fast in this. It's like, only an hour and a half. Yeah, start to finish. It's but it, it's like they spend way too much time trying to set up the town. I yeah. think. Like, and the it, town ends up not being actually all that important. Yeah, it's almost an hour in when we get our first monster kill. True. And even then, up, everything up to then is um, non-stop set pieces that could be plot devices, 
like the monster that dies to the boat thing or his disease or like they go to the house later, yada, yada. It all could be something real. Now, you mentioned that this is based off of a Lovecraft story. Right. I, I think that a lot of the problem is that it's trying to stick to some Lovecraft elements. Like, you have the you have the town that's very, like, set in its ways and isolated. It's even set in Maine, so yeah. you've got the New England thing going on. Lighthouses are prominent in it. Yeah, the problem is the um, villain of it is old the, Greg. Yeah, the main, old Greg! You, Ruck, no legs. Rucker <laughs> Hauer is kind of... Like, Rucker Hauer and John are kind of the main characters of this movie. Right. And, a little, and Rucker Hauer is very much like what a typical Lovecraft... Or, actually, both of them are different kinds of Lovecraft protagonists. Yeah, they're both outsiders. Whereas, they're, they're outsiders. Uh, is... Um, Rutger Hauer is the educated person who, who knows about some things that, you know, people maybe shouldn't know about mm -hmm. and can use that to kind of, to help survive the situation and help lead people through it. And John is more of the, um, oh, I'm already in way too deep and I, I need to just go to Innsmouth and figure out that my family are all fish people sort of deal. Yeah. The fish out of water, you could say. Right. It, right. Like, <laughs> The whole thing sort of doesn't work because it has all the, like, 90s cheesiness and corniness applied to a Lovecraft formula. And it just... I, I kind of expect someone to go, they're eating them, and then they're going to eat me! Oh, that is what the monsters look They look like the goblins in Troll 2. They, <laughs> they really are do. very trollish. Uh, where, where are we at in the movie? Also, I think you can pretty much break this movie down into three 30-minute segments where the first 30s... Minutes is like, hey, this is the island, yeah. here's the people and things. The next 30 minutes is, hey, this is the Van Dams. Let's and the talk about and this what we stuff. Know about their history. And then the last 30 minutes is sort of a horror movie. Yeah. But it's it's the the last 30 minutes is the the climax of a horror movie. Like you don't have any of the horror movie setup where it's actually like you know people getting picked off or yeah. stuff like that. Um, There's not a lot of that. There's very little of that. And yeah. when it does, it happens too fast. Mm -hmm. Or off screen. Oh yeah, a lot off screen. Which a actually, lot of what would be, I think that's the budget showing its head right. right there. But a lot of what could be like a very horrifying scene just happens off screen. Right. And, and we did feel forget. Like, yeah, when that happened, it was terrifying. I was really <laughs> we, freaked out by that. We did forget to point out that one of the big setup pieces is that. Whenever John is having these sort of episodes, he's seeing flashbacks slash visions. It looks like the, mm -hmm. the, the, like they're they they're memories, right? They're memories that he couldn't have had when he would well, have remembered them. The family gave them to him through the genetics. Because we see things like we see like flashes of a monster. We see a baby getting like mutilated. Basically, we see that the 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 castle. Mm -hmm. They show that. They show, uh, they flash back to the lady, whatever her name was, a few times. Like, he's seeing these visions of stuff involving the Van Dams. And then he gets out of it. And, and then whenever he recovers, he's super hungry, but he doesn't right. know for what. So Hungry for worms? So Hungry he, for apples. He actually, we get a really creepy rape scene next. Where he's up in, they're in their room. Oh, the, I thought I thought we have the conversation with the the, the girl and her father. Like she doesn't want to. They happen out. about at the same time, so it's, yeah, I guess one, yeah. one to one. Well, let's do that one. Go go with that one. Oh well, uh, so it's at the mortuary, and uh, the the blonde girl that totally wants John's D. Yeah, is like uh, blow drying. <laughs> <laughs> She's prettying up the corpse. Yeah, okay? let's, let's, let's not you know single this girl out because every woman on this island wants Johnny. One person actually calls dibs on him. Yeah. That's There's true. a scene where a woman actually calls dibs she on him. She was hungry. Like, yeah. Thirsty. 
or the thirst. the uh, the girl who dies, who I don't think we ever get the a drunk name. woman. No, the one that the drunk woman's looking at talked to John and his wife. The silver boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silver boobs are like the one. Yeah. yeah, she walks up and she's like, oh, how are you? He's like, hey, can you help us? She's like, I can help you with something. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. She's like, oh, sorry, can't help you. I'm out of here. <laughs> and then she just walks away. You didn't want to bone me? I'm out. And we call her that because she's wearing a top that looks like she is just like... She forgot her. Yeah, she yeah. forgot the '80s are not no longer happening. Yeah. She looks like the 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 cult in Dude Where's My Car, who's into Zoltan. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, what's the sin? Zoltan. That's what it was. Okay. Uh, so, anyways. Um, yeah, yeah. So she's talking to her dad, blonde and, mouse lady. Yeah, blonde mouse lady's talking to. They're, uh, they're bombing wait, the old lady who wh- just died. Wh- the, the old guy. His name is actually the one that's mentioned the most. Was it Frank or something? Oh, her dad. Yeah. Sure. Hank, Hank, it was Frank, Hank, Hank, yeah. tomato, potato. <laughs> yeah, his he gets name dropped the most in the movie. Anyway, it, there's like a, her mom brings out this necklace. Is like she wants to be buried with the family it. wants her buried yeah. with this. And then the mother walks away and she's like, "Well, I can't wait till I save up enough money and leave the island, and you should come with me, Dad, but not Mom because she fucking sucks." <laughs> <Yeah>. And the <laughs> mom is being very greedy bitch she's like yeah. oh, well, so you know great. i don't like waste why would we put this with the bot it's this yeah. gorgeous like victorian era red ass it's the heart gems. of the ocean yeah <laughs> yeah but more. Yeah, it's, it's a shame that they're gonna bury her with this it could be worth a fortune uh and then you know once the old lady leaves like the the mousy girl's just talking with the with the dad like she's totally gonna break into the grave and steal that afterwards you what? know that right no your mother mom would never, never do that, that. What a freaking... And then, so, you get the implicate, uh, the impression. Mom wants it, daughter wants it, and daughter's very unhappy. Yeah, so it's mom. actually, it's almost kind of set up like the mom's been, like, grave robbing and, like, stealing these corpses. Almost like... <laughs> well, uh, she's the jerk throughout the whole beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. anyways. Mm-hmm. She's the one always sassing. Oh, before we get to the rape scene, because I remember this, uh, she tells, uh, the, the, the wife of John, Kathleen, tells the doctor that she's pregnant. Also, it's not a rape. They're married. Right. Oh, Tennessee law. Well, dependent on state. Yeah, state. Mm-hmm. That is true. They do tell you that she's pregnant with John's baby very early. And then do nothing and just with leave it. it. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. It's so that, basically there so that they can have a stinger at the end. They're like, oh. Yeah. Uh, so now we get... So there's a scene where John's up in his bed, right? And he's all sweaty because he's always a freaking dirtbag sweaty he's guy. a moist boy. And he has... Oh, Important to point out way earlier that we haven't gotten to the scene where it matters yet. He has two different colors eyes. Oh, one's yeah. black, one's blue. Hetero- heterochromia. That will be important. Yeah, it will. Uh, and he's like sweating. He's like, oh, I don't know. And then she, she has like, a craving. He's like, I'm hungry. So he has a sandwich, puts the entire sandwich in his mouth, <laughs> spits it back out. And she's like, what are you doing? He's just like, I'm dying. And he get, Or no, no, no. He gets all sad. And then she... He's just existing, and he decides he wants a piece. Oh, he's like, I'm hungry. Hungry for what? He starts yeah. putting, starts fingering her mouth hole. Yeah, and then he grabs her, throws her down, rips open her dress. She's screaming like, No, John, I don't want this. She, you saw what she was wearing. Those jokes aren't funny. I'm not, may, I'm not gonna let that slide without saying I don't want to say that joke. I just had to do it. Disclaimer: um, Kevin's a terrible person. Not, not bad, and well, she, not actually as bad as we sound on this podcast. Yeah. And he's just going for like. Carnal. He's just complete animalistic going for it. And she's like, stop it. And when he finally stops, he starts crying and he says, I'm dying. It's the only goddamn thing he says. And all of a sudden that makes it okay. I'm dying. He reaches over and like puts her head, his head on her lap. And she's like, oh, all that that just happened, 
Don't worry about it, baby. Well, I'm starting to think this has happened before. It's normal. It has to have, right? Like, he has to have these moments of... Or maybe the island... Let's just say it hasn't, and the island is make... It's like Amityville Horror, where the guy just slowly gets little pieces of snapping. Also, one thing that... uh, Because they're looking for any Van Dams. Because they they know this is, like, where the family homestead is. And they they first start looking for the Strauss. They're looking for Strauss. There's, like, no Strauss here. But what happens... There's the doctor has a fetus in a jar that has the, uh, heterochromia. the heterochromia. Yeah. That's actually and the it, next it scene. it says, like, Van Damme fetus or yeah. something like that. That's actually the next scene is her talking with him about it. Like, And, and he, again, while the doctor knows nothing of this condition, he knows a ton yeah. about the Van Dams and their history. He tells us about the fire that happened 75 years ago that killed, killed all, the all, the Va- all the Strausses. No, the Van Dams. The Van Dams. Yeah, the the Van Dams. These are the Van Dams. All right, and then he's like... But here's what I know about their entire medical history. They had these blood disorders. It was inbred and genetic, and I think he has it because his eyes are similar to fetus uh, jar. And it zooms in on fetus eyes that are one's blue, one's brown. Uh, and she's just like, well, isn't that something? Maybe we should check out. And he's like, yeah, the castle. And also, there's because... actually like an old lady who's like the caretaker of well, the we're castle. Not there yet. And they're like, well, oh, she they, calls they, 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 they tell, the, yeah, we can arrange for you to meet with this old lady. Mm-hmm. Right. You know more. And well, the, uh, that, the mortuary people, because their their cemeteries are getting all dug up, there was only one place to bury them, which is the old Van Damme Cemetery. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. Yeah. So, uh, which leads us into before, obviously, Kathleen and John want to go to the castle. Uh, we get the scene of they're at the fishing docks and they're looking through some shit. Uh, this one lady whose name you I don't think it was any of the ones we knew. It wasn't the drunk lady, the horny lady. It wasn't redhead lady. No, it was. Black oh, there hair. was the red-haired lady. But the one who finds the monster. I thought it was a red-haired lady. Maybe I not. It was a. It might have been. Let's just say it is, because who cares? Nobody's gonna watch this movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she is looking through. She opens up a, a, a thing that says uh, night crawlers, which is just creepy crawlies. Then another one that says worms. Yeah, it's and fishing then, bait, right? And then she goes to one that just what does it say? It just says bait, right? Or it says like guts or something. And she, Sloth is in there, right? And she goes to open it, and all of a sudden, hey, you just you you don't really see it, but it you know jump scare ah, and then the thing runs, hits a <laughs> sheet. Falls like off cartoon the edge. style. Yeah, like hits the sheet into the water, to which Hank is sitting there and he looks up and goes, huh? And he looks down and the boat motor just It's like fucking it. uh uh what it's like the guy in fucking Happy Gilmore who's just like <gasps> Yeah, oh, oh. oh. Grizzly Adams did yeah, have a bit. It's exactly like, and like, like that the guy. scene where Chubbs falls out the window and he's just like No Yeah, and he looks down at the bloody water in the motor and then <laughs> back up like what? And you say jump scare, but the the sound design and editing in this movie are not on the level to actually pull off a proper no. jump scare. So you see it coming. It doesn't do a big loud bang. It's just kind of like here it is. Oh, now we're gonna play intense music. Really terrible setup. But it was successful in showing you that that thing that I completely missed and accused the movie of having a plot hole. I'll never do that again. Was actually used later. And that's also, awesome. at some point around here, it, it goes to the grave of the old lady, and it turns out grave that robbing. The mousy girl is going to to rob the grave because she knows her mother's going to rob it anyway, and she needs the money to get off the island. She's gonna take her and daddy and just bolt. Not in a creepy way like the Van Dams, in a healthy family dynamic way. <laughs> this is actually the first monster kill of the movie. Nope, the kid died before this. No, the kid dies Didn't later. The kid, kid dies died. later. Kid's kid later. Died, yeah. Kid dies later. Oh hey. wait, the lady who had the heart attack. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, yeah. I guess we'll, we'll give that to the monster. Yeah, that's a monster kill. Uh, 
Anyway, sorry, sorry. Continue with the scene. Yeah, so she's going to take this uh, this necklace, and as she like goes to take the necklace, the body starts sinking into the casket. She does bring flowers. Yeah, she's going to trade. Keys yeah. for keys. She's being respectable. Uh, but yeah, a hand. You do see the hand grab like the neck and just rip it down through. Of course, that would terrify anyone. And then it squanches her legs. Oh, ooh, ooh. ooh. Yeah, right so into the So I calves. have a big thing with specifically knee-down leg horror. So the hostile scene is the like Achilles? The, That's actually like, not even the worst Achilles scene. The worst Achilles scene for me in any movie ever is Pet Cemetery. Okay. The little baby is under there and the old man sits down at his bed and the baby... Whack! Oh, it's really? so bad. The, the scene from Hostel isn't worse for you? Where no, because... They, the they actually let him get up and try to walk away. The scene from Hostel and the entirety of Hostel, the reason why that movie doesn't do it to me, it goes too far into making it where it's like, so accurate that you're like, obviously this isn't... Like, okay. you, you know, it's so accurate that it can't be accurate, you know what I mean? It's it, uncanny, uncanny Valley style. And credit here, this thing's like fingers digging into her no, leg. No, it used, it had, it, it used basically, yeah, 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 the little claws. Yeah, like, this, it looks exactly like um, rock climbing picks. Like, you know, the little hand picks that you climb so, up mountains with? You know, you know in Skyrim, where you go into the Reach, and it's all like the, the Bretons that have, like, the, the bones, and they have the bone weapons? Uh-huh. That's what all the weapons the, these things have remind me of. Well, they are all crafted from bones, too. They do yeah. kind of dis- establish that. But, yeah, the shot of these things, like, skewering her legs... Are, One into probably each actually. Calf. It's probably the best, like, gore shot in the movie. Like, probably you, see yeah, it is. Of, mm-hmm. you see one of the things autopsy, but it, does, it looks very fake, yeah. so... Except for it's Dingle. Yeah, you do see Dingle. No, Didn't you see the berries. Yeah, you Pardon. see the Dingle, too. Oh, I only saw yeah. the berries. It's the Dingle and the berries. Oh, I gotta rewatch the movie. <laughs> uh... So, oh yeah, I didn't like that scene. I got a thing with legs, but it shows him go right into her calves, and then she just gets pulled down into the hole. Mm-hmm. Very sexual imagery. Nice. Everything's always going into tunnels, and holes. Oh, I want a bump. Uh, not of cocaine, Jake. Always oh, this guy I, with the bust. Sorry, guys, I whipped my dick out and rubbed the cocaine on it. <laughs> that is a thing you do in Vegas only. Uh, oh, so when we go to Vegas again. Right. Damn it, we talked about we'll it, Kevin. We're going to talk about right this. Now. Uh, what happened? So. She dies. Oh, we get to go to the castle. Yeah, so the she was supposed to bring them to the uh, the Van Damme estate, uh, right. but she's nowhere to be found the next morning, so Mama Dearest decides that, well, I got nothing else to do. I was going that way anyway, because yep. she was going to go to the Van Damme cemetery. Yep. So she, But truck's missing, so she's going to take the boat. And she takes the boat over and shows them what it is, and she explains for like... The third time that there was a fire at this goddamn castle that killed people. You think that's going to be important? It might be important. Except it's not. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, it's not like Freddy Krueger where the monsters are afraid of fire or something yeah. because of the big fire that happened. It's just a fire. No, yeah. We find out that the monster's weakness is light, but that has nothing to do with the fire. No. Yeah. So she's like, it's over there. I'll show you a shortcut, and then you're on your own because she's going to the cemetery. Which, that is just because they live in tunnels. That's just because they're mole people, yeah. Secret yeah. tunnels. Secret tunnel. Uh, so they go up there, which I believe we get their scene before we get her scene. So they go, and they're already prepared for this old-ass lady that is taking care of it and oh. doesn't want to be seen by anyone. Did the autopsy already happen? It happens. This all happens like at the same These time. These three oh, scenes yeah. are all in in find. I don't know it, which goes in which order. Yeah, and the problem is that while it does all add up to a whole, they're not very connected in right. the... 
Like, it's just like, okay, and now for something different. Right. They're doing this over here. It would make more sense. So if they they did it right, the doctor's scene would be, like, spliced intermittently with when they actually go in the house and you finally see the reveal of the monster. Yeah. Right, like him learning more and more about what these things do while they use to add attention to the other scene while they're learning more. Which I also Which they don't do at all. The old lady... Her acting really took... Yeah, let's just get hers out the way, because yeah. hers is shit. So yeah. she goes to the to the grave, and she immediately sees it dug Wait, up. Wait, are talking about the old lady, or are talking about the mom? Uh, the old lady in the wheelchair. Oh, okay. I love the old lady in the wheelchair uh, acting. Her. She was, like, my favorite. Her... Uh, it, she was just over the top. All right, well, well, let's get the mom out the way then first, because it's really easy to say well, her scene. Yeah. She she goes to... To rob the grave. Rob the grave, as you would. <laughs> and she sees that her truck is there, and it's already robbed, and she just starts yelling... I know you're here, you? you're, the truck's here. I know you yeah. got here first. And all of a sudden, then of course you hear like rumbling, and she gets all spooked. And That's then it, it cuts away. That's all it is. Yeah. She's the the, Dude, the the like the character that you would most want to see die. They dies in a cut, cutaway. It's just like whoo. Yeah. Yeah. So I do kind of understand what your problem is with the old lady. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the old lady is basically the harbinger in Cabin in the Woods, where she like. In Cabin Woods, they have a character who they label the Harbinger, who is just supposed to be there to creep out the people as they go to the cabin and warn them about it. That is yeah. pretty much where, what the old lady yeah. is. His entire thing is that he is literally over the top. There's a scene in Cabin in the Woods where they have him on speakerphone while he's being like ridiculous and they're all making fun of him. He's like, wait, am I on speakerphone? God damn it, guys. <laughs> I, I liked the only... I liked her character because she was the only one that seemed like a crazy person and not an overactor. That's why I liked her acting, because when you said it was silly, I was like, so John is doing this heavy breathing, wide-eyed acting the whole time. His wife is doing concerned but interested horny lady the whole time. Rutger's being Rutger. The the rest of them are like just your typical bad B-movie actors. Like, oh, these people are not good enough to be in action movies. Well, she was like, dinner theater. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. And Rucker Howard's just like, I'm getting paid how much for this yeah. movie? You know what? <sighs> I'm just going to be in a chair for most of it, all right? <laughs> Anyone have a problem with that? <laughs> so, oh, the old Billy Zane. Yeah. <laughs> so she, immediately upon seeing him, so she shows up with a gun that she would never be able to control if she shot. Well, if she shot, she would break her shoulder. Yeah, she'd die. Um, if, the, if the one lady died who was younger than her from a heart attack of seeing a weirdly formed thing, she would die shooting this gun. <laughs> and she's like, I've been waiting for you. I know everything about you. Here, let me tell you everything, but I don't want to tell you too much. Did also, you shouldn't be here, so yeah. please go away. Uh, it's like, what is it, when she finds out that he's looking for his family, she gets scared and tells him to go away, right? Right. But she's like, oh, oh, you're one of the Van Dams. Yeah, I remember you. Because there was the fire, but there was, like, one baby that got sent away, like, Moses or but something yeah, but, like that. But John, being smart enough to that the fire 75 years ago, there had to have been Van Dan's that survived. Yeah. Wait, I'm not fucking that, 75 that, years he old. He actually <laughs> says that when he runs back. He's no, like, no, like, yeah, he walks away and he's like, like oh, that makes sense. He's like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Last I checked, I'm in my 30s. Yeah. It's, it's basically the, the, the scene from Community where they convince uh, the whole crew that they're in a, they're in a mental hospital and they walk away and like, Wait a minute! <laughs> the guy just trying to sneak out the window. I have a Greendale backpack on right now. <laughs> so she she explains that the fire happened and he was the baby who they saved, 
And he's like, okay, that's fine. And she's like, you uh, won't find out anything more about your disease because they're all dead. They leave. And before he gets out the door, he turns around and is like, nope, math doesn't add up. I'm a very good math student. Turns around and starts accusing her. And she gets very mad, waves her gun in his face. And he just cane smack. Get that gun out of my face. Oh, yeah, he has a cane. You fucking accuser. You accuser of the brethren. That's almost exactly what it was. I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. <laughs> That's when she... I would have loved if that was a lie. That's when she finally tells him, you're right, but the reason I know about these people and you is because when I was a kid, I went into this house and I saw what they really were, fucked up inbred monsters. And it was terrifying, and I don't want to show yeah. you. And he's like, But oh. I, got, I got you out because you were normal, and they were afraid of you. And she gives him a keepsake, which was like something... a bone he, dagger. It's it's a bone claw, right? It's like yeah. these three little bones tied together. Yeah, and, and it was like, oh, yeah, all those scars on your chest, you would just use that to fucking dig into your own chest. Because you didn't know any better. Babies scratch them, their faves and stuff all the time. You just They gave you a weapon to do it, as opposed mm-hmm. to your own nails. Um, and he's like, all right, well, I'm going in. I want to know. And she's like, well, okay. Again, he really wants to know because he feels like f- figuring this out could be the way to cure his disease. Right. And, and, he, and the craves are pushing him. Yeah. Every time he looks at something that feels familiar, he always says the smell. Yep. The smell. I gotta it's go. The it's the smell. Yeah. And going on during all this is the autopsy where we find out that, you know, Rucker can smell semen on anything. Right. Before we get to the big climactic scene in there. Rutger is dissecting it, and he's like, hey, It's got three stomachs. There's nuts here. Yeah, those are dude nuts. Also, a wiener. Wait, hold on. Fully fully descended testicles and seminal fluid. He like swabs it, and then it goes to like, oh yeah, that's semen. And and what is that? That's a functional functional vagina. vagina. A small vagina. A a petite vagina. Yeah, he calls it like an abnormally small but fully functional vagina. So these things can... So... As Ava Van Dam wished, they are fully functionally able to fuck themselves. Yep, and impregnate themselves. He's like, they could impregnate themselves. What do you know about that? Huh. I just think they're neat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Will that be that. relevant? No, not really. It's just kind of to tie together yeah. the whole narcissism no, thing. It, it's in, it's relevant because of the very last line of the movie. The very last line. Well, yeah, it's basically just a joke that they set up at the beginning of the movie that they want to pay yeah. off at the end. So if you haven't figured out by now, the monsters of the movie are hermaphroditic, incestuous Dutchmen. Right. <laughs> they can procreate over and over again, and they're eating the dead bodies from the morgue. Yeah. That's how they feed. They've been eating the ones from the cemetery, but with the cemetery being dug up... Now they... they're getting mad. I don't want to keep going back to Cabin in the Woods, but they look like the merman in Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. Them, right? But the merman had a tail, and these guys just have stumps. Yeah, they had no legs. <laughs> Why do they have no legs? They, they, they're, so they they're look Dutch. Like, they look like goblins with these... They, they have no legs, and they just have a torso, and they move around by, like, dragging themselves on their arms. The, the lack of legs... So I assume it was just to show how incredibly dysmorph... Like, fucked up they are, okay. and how... But it really doesn't add. You could have just shown weird legs and made mm-hmm. them way scarier. I mean, they, their hands are already fucked up, so... Right. Like, I don't understand mm-hmm. why they went that way, now, but whatever. We we established that these things are really good at tunneling. They're basically mole people. Yep. And we established this by having a girl get eaten. Like, right yep. now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut to the kids playing Yeah, they're playing hide-and-seek in the cemetery. The dug-up one that all the things are removed from. So there's mounds of just loose dirt everywhere. Mm-hmm. And she's hiding, and she hears a sound, and she looks. And all of a sudden, ground opens up, grabs her legs, 
and the kids all try to help very ineffectively. They're standing within like shoulder, like shoulder yeah. to shoulder, yet they can't grab her. <laughs> Just put kids. your arms around and use some. They're youths. I think the implication is that the things are pulling her from below too. So also, they're it's like fair to assume well, fatty ding dongs is bigger than them. It's yeah. true, but it's all—it's fair to assume, much like the much like a chimpanzee, their upper body is going to be strong as hell because that's how they do everything. They got oh, no legs. True. Their arms are going to be freaking. Mm. Ripped out. Their arms are as strong as legs. They can punch you as hard as they can kick you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So, are you saying <laughs> you're comparing the Dutch to chimpanzees? I am. Okay, well, I accept that. Yeah. <laughs> as we all know, there's two things that Craig hates in this world, and that's people that are intolerant of other people's culture. And the Dutch! <laughs> oh, I did find out the... Oh, wait, we talked about that. Never mind. The you did Austin find out that one. Mike Myers and Michael Myers are different people. I did. It took a really long time. I was always so Kevin confused. still doesn't know which one's which. I'll be honest. So he just shows up with his, you know, blouse and a machete to every convention. When yeah. I was like six or seven, I was confused about the same thing, too. I was like, Mike Myers, does he just kill people? Why is he still alive? I get it. Around? I have the intellect of a seven-year-old Craig. You're smarter than me. This guy, he never stops. You always gotta make sure you he know. He never stops. Uh, I bet that's been a either Halloween costume or a convention costume of Austin Powers' garb with the white mask and a machete. Yeah, it has to have been. Um, so... They find this out... I think and, this is our first child death on right? uh, Halloween in July... The child, so the child dies, and they run back and tell the adults, and the doctor's there for some reason, because they all go to the doctor. Yeah, everyone goes to the doctor for every problem. And the doctor yeah. immediately, like a also, genius. they establish that the doctor's house is so far away from yeah, the house, so and the kids easy. are playing hide-and-seek right off the dock. And they got to it instantly. Yeah. Uh, they, the thing that I thought was a little funny but awesome was they explained to him, Kid died. Are you sure? Yes, we're sure. And the doctor goes, it's got to be these monsters. They ate the bodies. Well, They he, don't have bodies. He does, he does see them first. Because he see them? They're, oh, they're, 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 they, don't, they don't assume the girl died. They're like, okay. she's gone missing and we found a tunnel. Mm -hmm. And the doctor's right. like, all right. Pulls out a gun. No, no. I got this. Actually, they give him oh, a gun. Yeah, the friendly lady just hands him yeah. a pistol like, I got this on deck. It's worth mentioning before this, there's two different scenes with doctor where he's just looking at blood and the one was like right. huh john's blood that i took from him probably without his permission definitely and the, 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 the the fetus, fetus. oh they all the same blood they're disease. the same and then later on oh this dead hermaphrodite and john hmm, the same Curious. i think i'm on to something <laughs> you're right though they do send doctor into the tunnels um and he finds some random guy who i don't know oh we, we have the scene inside the, the, the castle first, because that's the first reveal. Yes. Oh. Yeah, the old lady brings him inside the uh, the mansion. And starts explaining the family history for the third time in the movie. Yeah, hey, did you know well, about the fire Ava, wa Ava wanted to fuck herself, but couldn't fuck herself, so her brother fucked her, and they came into the uh, this mansion, and then they fucked each other no, until they all became No, he came into her. Into that's her mansion. How, also, yeah, your name right. is Strauss, because that's my favorite composer. Yeah, that's the only reason he has that last name, because she sent him away with a forged document that said Strauss. Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume document. They never yeah. point that out, but yeah. it's safe. And inside the mansion, it's very dark, and we see a little goblin thing. Right, so... This one has legs, I think. Uh, and it fucking it's kind of too dark to see. Yeah. yeah, and it instantly murders the old lady who I thought had been protecting this. It's not like they didn't know she was at this house the whole time. Why choose to murder her now? Well, they're hungry now. Oh, their food got That's taken away. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So stabs her twice and she dies. And meanwhile, horny wife Kathleen just decides I'm gonna just break 
I got to tear these curtains down. I got to see what's going on. And that's when the light flashes on. You get a real good look, and it goes, no, and runs away. Because they don't like light. They're just very sensitive to it. Yeah, it probably hurts their skin. They're just like Tommy. They're very sensitive. They're like Nick Swartzen's character in that really bad Adam Sandler movie. No, Dickie, what was the one? The, the David Spade plays a former child star. Oh, uh, oh, oh, uh, this is Nuckin' Futz. This is Nuckin' Futz, that one. Um, Bucky, no, Bucky Larson's the other, that's the Nick Swartzen movie. Shoot, that's gonna drive me nuts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You don't know that movie? I don't. Yeah. So, I, I know it. I know of it. I imagine it's the Happy Madison movie. It is. So basically, just real quick so the reference makes sense. David Spade is a child actor who's grown up and can't get work because he only is the Nuckin' Futz kid. I feel I've seen this movie, too. You have to have. And one of, in it. one of his best friends is Nick Swartzen, who is an adult, uh, 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 what do you call it when you're scared of the sun? You're scared of going outside. Agoraphobic. Uh, f- yep. Uh, oh, bench, you're talking about Benchwarmers? Is that where Nick no. Swartzen is? Benchwarmers is the one where Nick Oh, uh, where, yeah, yeah, it is from Benchwarmers. Yeah, Benchwarmers is the one okay. where he's agoraphobic. So then, yes, that Dickie one. Roberts. There it is. Full circle. We have all the Happy Madison movies. When you have issues, you need questions answered about Adam Sandler's shit movies with his friends... We got you. Welcome to Adam Sandler so July. As, as, yeah. as we've heard from this, is literally every Happy Madison movie can just be linked together. It's all the same into bullshit. this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paleness. So these things are scared of the sun, and that's the only important thing we get from that scene. Yep. They're willing. And the to old lady's dead. Yeah. And they're willing murder, to murder, which I'm glad for, because oh my god. Yeah. So now that the doctor is inside the, the tunnel, though, we see a whole bunch of these little goblin things. Do we actually yes, know? we see a bunch. Of, oh, no, no, no. Do we know who the? Um, so he sees them, and they 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 cut him, and he's like, mm-hmm. "That hurt. Let me run away." And then he sees. So we see a titty. We do see a titty. So it's, okay, I want to I want to bring this up because I mentioned it very briefly. This movie really has a thing for titties. It loves boobs. There's a lot of lingering shots on titties and people playing with titties. And the nipples are always erect. As they should be. As they should oh, be. No, her nipples are not erect when she's hanging. You can't really tell. It, they so, might be. So, so yeah, like, the, the mousy girl, the mother, and the mother are, like, hanging upside down, like... Is that like, who was the mother? Yeah. Okay, because there's oh, two. I thought it was a guy. I was like, I don't know who that is. I've never seen that guy. They're, like, hanging upside down on meat hooks to, like, bleed them out. Yep, they're but wrist of course, slice. The, 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 the mousy girl has, like, her, her dress lifted up just so that you can see... One boob. One boob. Tastefully. Taste, it's a tasteful It's boob. a very tasteful boob. And earlier on in the narration, when it was explaining that the woman really, really was into incest, it's also just, you know, a nice close-up of her twin brother playing with her boobs. Yeah. Which, we, as we learned from the credits, her twin brother brother is, is her in a is mustache. Her. Is, yeah. is so the same actress in a mustache. Wait a minute. Then whose boob was she playing with? It was a standing boob. <laughs> wow, that's hot. I like that. So. Ooh, a secret extra pair. Oh, so you see these two they're they're hung upside down their wrists are sliced they're bleeding out just like a, a good butcher practice i'm assuming these people took butcher school before they went under as they have to as they would of course and he's freaked out and he runs away and he has a wound and as he comes up they're like what's wrong and he goes and he explains the whole thing they're eating her yeah and then they're gonna eat me <laughs> yeah. oh yeah you do see them snacking on a little girl too yeah they're eating the child that they stole under and he explains that these freaking cannibalistic things. Oh, he puts together the entire yeah. movie at this point. They're, they're angry because we took yes. away their corpses. I think he actually says, it's the Van Dams, <laughs> the hermaphrodites, they've been breeding by themselves, and they're eating people because we took away their food source. But they're afraid of light, so let's all go to the lighthouse. Yep. I'm like, oh, okay, so the two other main characters don't 
fucking matter. But they do because when they set all this up, as we never said, but I... The doctor figured out what's wrong with him and how to fix it. Well, <laughs> I set up... Uh, I said it once, but we never pointed out. At the very beginning of the movie, you hear a news broadcast. There is a massive hurricane coming. Mm -hmm. So that's what they're prepped for. There's a big storm coming. Nobody's safe. We're all going to go to the lighthouse together to get away from these things that I completely deduce their life. And of course, like the phones are down, so the island is completely cut yeah. off. They have that scene where a woman says exactly that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And... The doctor sends everyone to go do that. Collect all your flashlights. Collect everything you'll need. Also, I've got to go talk to John. Well, it turns out the doctor's house is right next to the lighthouse. So mm -hmm. he's just like, I'm going to stop in at my place, get some supplies, maybe talk to John. Yeah. Maybe if John's there, yeah. I'll talk and to him. And then he's like, John, I figured out the greatest aphrodisiac alive. It is your sibling's fetus. Well, so that he points out, right, he... In the scene before that, he explains literally everything in exposition about who they are, what they want, and what they need to do. Mm -hmm. He just deduces all that instantly in a great way, because he's, he's Rutger Howard. <laughs> and then, when he's talking to John and could choose to do some sort of exposition again to explain, you're a cannibal and that's mm -hmm. what you're craving, instead, all he says is, I figured out, how badly do you want to live? Yeah. They don't tell you anything else. It just cuts to... John eating a fetus. You just well, seem like no, finishing. You don't see, you you seem you like see him like, it, he like mm. eyes the jar of the fetus, and then they go back to people prepping for the storm. And then afterwards, you just cut back to him, and he's got like a napkin. He's like, they showed the, the, the jar empty. Right. Yep. And then he like, does this like dainty little like, oh, oh yeah. a crumb. <laughs> and the wife says, I'll always be there for you. I love this. But what do you know? That's fucking disgusting. I have to go throw up. There next, he's like, I got a, I got a bone down yeah, though yeah. now. This is where we. Well, get. first he's like staring at himself in the mirror and tweaking his nipples. Well, yeah, again, this... he he starts uh, buffalo billing it by like licking the mirror Did and rubbing his me? face, and he's like, this is so hot. And she walks up behind him, and despite having just probably convulsively vomited Out over the thought of him eating a fetus, she's like, and he still has fetus on his. He breath. still has fetus in his mouth, and he's making love to himself in a mirror. She's like. This is the time. And she goes up behind him, and he's like, oh, yeah. Takes her clothes off, puts her up on the couch. Now we have a 15-minute softcore porn scene. Thrusts There's vigorously. even, like, the porn music. Like, it's like the room where they put on some music. Th this is where it separates from the room, though. The room implies it took a while with some very tasteful editing. This movie's like, no, he's just going to kind of move forward for the next few minutes. And it's over. It's it's a single shot. It's it's gorgeous. But titties. Also titties. Yeah, very, very big focus on Very erect. Yes, erect nipples, because when you're aroused, that's just part of it. It's just what happens. Uh, and they bang it out, and then it's the best sex they've ever had, apparently. And he, they walk outside to go... To I think he, she actually says something like, what's gotten into you? Yeah, a fetus. <laughs> and, hey, also into her. That's, that's powerful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the sort of symbolism this movie brings. <laughs> and they go he, out... He, he, she tries to... Didn't she try to convince him to leave at this point? No, that's left me in. No, yeah. So they go to... the they're, they're, They head out to go to the lighthouse, and he's looking up into the rain, like... And, and he says, it's like I have a whole new set of senses. Like, he mm. finally feels alive. And they go to the lighthouse, where you get the most anticlimactic climax of all time. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, pretty awesome. Fucking... They look like slug monsters running up the, the crawling up the cliff. Yeah, these things can barely move when they're above ground. Their so. arms are but like... But they can move enough to kill a, a silver bra. Yeah, so she's out there in the woods, and drunk lady who we've seen twice and both yeah, times, we haven't she's even silent and drunk. Because that's all she is. Occasionally, like, the townsfolk just look at her and they're like, 
this drunk. This guy. Well, they don't like her because she's just a drunk sitting around town. They do like the doctor, even though he's just a like, drunk. I <laughs> get what they were doing with what happens to her in the Setting end. Setting it up, right? But they didn't set it up. Right. They were like, hey, these two They, they, they signed a bobber. Yeah. yeah. With less setup. So she's on the top of the lighthouse, right? And they have lights looking everywhere because they just know that an armada of mutants is coming. Mm-hmm. And they have a few, they have two people outside, only two, one with an AK-40, or no, an M-14, and the other with a shotgun, and they're just walking around, and it's all rocks, it's all jetties, and she looks down, nothing there, I'll turn my back and stand here stoically, and of course, the monster, in the slowest way possible, just kind of, eh. These monsters never move fast, even if it's like a, oh no, there's a monster here, and it's going to stab you, the monster's just like, but they don't do it, I'm going to stab you, I'm I'm going to stab you. The slow monster thing works when done right. And they also have to be vicious. These things are like, slow, and slow in attack, and no payoff in the kill, they just kind of, eh. Yeah, like, like, like mute girls, like mute drunk girls' death is the most, like, not even anticlimactic. It's oh, we like... get there. No, it's the best one. We'll get there. That's my favorite death in the whole movie. So, a uh, uh, horny lady goes down, and the the drunk up on the top sees it all happen and just starts crying. She's obviously, for whatever reason, maybe she was into horny drunk uh, the horny lady. I think they might be sisters. Maybe they're family. It could they be. do look kind of similar, so if they're supposed to White be White woman with black hair? What are you trying to say? You're profiling, DJ. He is. You're profiling. DJ's a very... He, he sees everything through a certain lens. I see what you're talking about. Okay, there's good people on both sides. Yeah. All lives matter, I guess. I didn't want to say... Not that. a political pod. Not a political podcast. Nice, good bring back. Um, so, uh, they... <laughs> the one lady who survived, who was next to her, but got away from this whatever, gets into the lighthouse, right? And now everything's going to be fine. We're all in here. There's one door. What could the, possibly the, go wrong? The silent lady does, like, brandish a knife menacingly. Like, <laughs> it's giving redhead, to her redhead. Oh, redhead yeah. lady does redhead an awesome, knife. awesome scene. Grabs the knife, pulls it out, looks at it, walks over, puts it back in the sheath, <laughs> and hands it to her. Like, I just wanted you to know what's in the sheath, just in case you were unaware of what <laughs> knives were. <laughs> and so uh, then you hear rumbling, right? John, Kathleen, they made it. Uh, the lady who didn't die outside got back inside. Uh, the crying drunk woman's still crying and drunk. And then all of a sudden, the floor breaks out and the kid all falls. All the kids. Like, all I the should, kids. I should mention that the, the, the power has gone out, too. So they have, like, a whole bunch of lights at the lighthouse. Lightning struck. Away, but, yeah, lightning struck. The power goes out. So now they have his flashlights. And uh, they're all looking around. And all the kids fall in. I think that's it. Just the three kids. I think kids. it's just the kids falling, and then everyone's got to save the kids. Right. Fatty Ding Dong, Redhead. And other. And, and other. Guys. Fall in. Uh, and Pete and Pete age Danny Tamborelli right? gets dragged <laughs> off. Other immediately disappears. Fatty Ding Dong gets pulled out, and the doctor reaches down to grab Redhead's hand, and Redhead's like, I can do it. I can... Nope, couldn't do it. Gets pulled away. So... Now, mute drunk girl jumps in with a knife. She's like, I got this, guys. No, what is she? she it's her yeah, only line something. in the whole movie. She pulls the knife out and yells. It's like, you fucking something. You, yeah. You, no fucking way, or, or, oh, shit. I'm gonna fucking kill you. So, something. It's not a very catchy one. No, it's not a very catchy one. She just, throw, not even like how you throw a dagger. She like, just hucks baseball it. chucks a knife at them, and it sticks in the thing, and, and it, it kills And it falls down and dies, and then behind her is another one that goes, it's even not even like that. It, it pops up. They both turn to look at each other, and they, it's like a five-second like pause. Yeah, there's a and he like he like pulls up the little like knife on a stick, and he's like, eh. yeah. And her whole neck is sliced open. She falls down and dies. 
so like, heroic. You can see them queuing up, like, roundabout, like, going to a bizarre adventure. That is definitely, it could have been a good moment. It could have been a fight. Instead, it's just a one. And she didn't even say, like, a corny, so I just was saying I watched Demolition Man. <laughs> Demolition Man is literally just, like, single line after single line. Like, mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone grabs a TV and he says, uh, uh, what does he say? Like, you're not on cable and hits him with a TV or some shit. Yeah, but it's like Stallone versus Wesley Snipes. Right. And so all the one-liners are probably really and good. it's one-liners. She didn't say, like, lights out or you're going in the dirt or but nothing. They, She's they, just dead. They frame it like this is supposed to be a big yeah. one-liner. Like, it's supposed to be a big moment. But she, it's like... It's, like, too long to be a one-liner. It's like, you fucking monsters, I dislike you, and I'm going to throw a knife at you. And she does, to be fair. I'm trying to kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and then she takes it down. That would have been stacker. <laughs> to which uh, Kathleen falls down in as well, and it's the very first time any of us this knew her name. name. Yeah, John just yells out, Kathleen! And then runs upstairs to grab a light and back downstairs and jumps down into safety. Rucker Howard pulls out his gun and he's like, I guess I'm top build in this movie, so I might as well do something. So John's down in there. We don't see him. Rutger goes to save the lady because she catches a bone into the shoulder, right where you would get your flu shot. Mm-hmm. Womp. And she's crying and he brandishes a gun and saves her. Now, well, they're not, now they're being swarmed by uh, mutants. Right. They're about to be swarmed by mutants. You see them coming down the tunnels. and then Although swarm is a bit of a strong word, that, that implies that this might actually look scary. It's more <laughs> like them, like a, a few of them, a handful of them yeah. slowly ambling down the yeah, tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized he reminds me of Robert Smith. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one from The Cure. The Cure, yeah. Yeah, okay. Now, it's been bothering me this entire time. And they were looking for the cure. Yeah. <laughs> I want to set up why I said this is the most climactic, most anticlimactic climax. Sorry, I got a little Craig in me. I can't say words. <laughs> Get out of there, Craig. Get yeah, out of there. Anticlimactic. Uh, yes, anticlimactic. Oh, we forgot to say when he climaxed. Immediately <laughs> after boning, he cries. Uh, so this is why I said that, right? This all sounds like it could have been a massive war of... Dozens of these creepy ass things climbing up rocks, trying to flood this. You have the ground falling out. People, you could have had all this. I feel it's, like us describing this makes it sound a lot cooler than it, it actually could, is. Even with us trying to, make I mean, it like, not so cooler. my mental image of our Cthulhu campaign, where we're getting swarmed by deep ones, is basically what this is. It just could have worse. been. Yeah, this could have been. So, but instead, it's ten minutes with. Three mutants that you actually get to see. The rest are kind of on rocks. Mm -hmm. The deaths are instant. There is no, like, dying words or fighting grasps or nothing. It's just once you get cut, you're dead. And when they get into the cave, instead of saving the blonde girl, all he does is brandish a gun. And then he saves her. Mm -hmm. To which you get the ending. The worst end. This ending, when I saw it the first time... Stopped me dead in my tracks. When John shows up, so John shows up, he saved the kid. He's got the kid. Yeah, well, he, he, he has the kid. Yeah, he's, <laughs> well, he he saved the kid, he, and all the uh, all the mutants see him, and they're like, <gasps> and the one mutant that is about to Brother. attack them, yeah, the one, that, yeah, <laughs> et phone home, the one that's about to attack him is just like, oh, you're here, and he stands aside and he hobbles past him, like, yep. okay, you know, you got this <laughs> you under got control, it. and then he takes his baby dagger, right? So the kid's unconscious. Yep. We don't know if the kid's alive or dead baby dagger and he like like dj popping open his beer at the beginning just kind of pop it just you don't see or hear or anything it just does a little sucky suck yeah and then he drinks the blood he gives him the big suck so you'd think 
that would deter the doctor and the blonde lady from having any sympathy for John, right? He just murdered this yeah. kid. And he just tells him to get out of here. Yeah, he's just like, get out no, of here. Come on, we can go home. We can I, be a family. I am home. And again, when you just describe it like that, it could come off as very creepy if it were filmed right, but it is not. Instead, it's just deadpan. I am home. Go! And she's crying, wants him around. Yeah, the movie can't decide if this is supposed to be a heroic action from John or if this is supposed An to evil be twist. Like a creepy evil twist. Yeah. yeah. That was the that was the part for me. So that, actually, no, I lied. The next is what really got me. <laughs> That's the part where you're like, okay, so it is his family, right? He knows he feels better when he eats, when he's a cannibal. And these things accepted him just by seeing him. So, big turn. That's kind of crazy. But the wife is still sad, and the doctor still tries, and he collapses the tunnel, and they get away. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure if I find out that the only way to keep my uh, my wife alive is for her to eat fetuses and then continue to eat people, I'm probably well, done. Well, let's just say <laughs> let's just say she could get by on eating already dead bodies, and you just have to be a little creepy about getting her the food, right? <laughs> That's one thing. To watch her murder a ten year old boy in front of you and just be like. We cool. <laughs> that's the. That's really the. That's line. the line. Okay. Yeah, that's so Kevin is okay if he has to start feeding his wife, you know, corpses every day. But when she comes home with a live child and starts popping the keg, it's too far. You you don't want to see how the sausage is made. Okay, you just that's too far. So, you know, then we get the big, the the, the final two scenes of the movie, right? If anyone wants to, I want to do the last one. So if anyone wants to do the one where the wife is about to leave. Okay, yeah. I felt so. the baby kick. <laughs> yeah, that scene, okay. It, it's a very cheap, like, the end, or is it sort of deal? Because it's like, maybe oh, her, maybe we, her child we buried these things and we're moving everyone off the island. So. Everybody's got backpacks. But she has a baby. It's Johnny's baby. And Johnny's got the weird inbred stuff, so it could be a weird mutant. Oh, no! And, do- what is and we learn say? nothing from that. Except yeah. they really don't set it up like that at all. Like, what DJ said is setting up, like, the end, or is it? The way that it ends is like, oh, the baby kid. She's happy. Oh, oh, it's like nice. And Rutger Hauer's just like, cool, yeah. good on you. Yeah. I mean, I'm out of here. I'm out of this movie. Uh, <laughs> the paycheck has cleared. I have gone. It... it. It's very bizarre how excited she is. It's like if at the end of Rosemary Baby, you know, the main actress showed up with, like, a little devil's horn binky and was like, I'm so happy you're here. And just, no, it's supposed to be terrifying. You have this weird mutant cannibal baby Mm -hmm. inside you. Your husband just murdered a kid and left with these things. And you're cool with it. Happy ending. It was only, like, mentioned twice. The first time when she she told the doctor and then. And just then. it, It didn't, like build up at all like oh my god do i have a monster in the oh she never feels like sick about yeah, it she never, never mentions like, it again until the end like no you have to build it up she would have some sort of emotional physical reaction to this but no I, I, again i could think it would be really cool if it establishes that like her attachment to john is like unhealthy right. and like really played up the fact that the they kind of do a little bit where her she's being okay with the the Maybe. attempted rape Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. A a little bit, but they gloss over it so fast that it's easy to forget about. Yeah, none of it compounds on itself. You know what? Yeah, like, if they really, like, if they really drove home the fact that, like, her attachment to John is completely unhinged and that there's something wrong with her, too. Well, so that's what I want. this would be a really creepy ending. You could make that, um, you could even make the character sympathetic by making that a cause of her pregnancy. Like... You could show us their marriage as happy hunky-dory, and then as they get there and John starts going crazy, 
she's pregnant and she gets like minor cravings, right? Like she doesn't, but the baby's causing her to. They've done that in a lot of horror movies with like Rosemary's Baby, or there was one called, um, it was a 2000s horror movie where the baby had like, it was a devil baby and it had teeth and it mur- goes on a murder spree. None of you have seen that? Not the movie um, Teeth. No. no. <laughs> Definitely not that movie. But you could have done that like, she is a good person, but this well, baby like, is show corrupting her, de- her. Like, show her decline throughout the movie. Like, right. at first, she's... But as as things go on and as she learns more, she becomes more, like, weirdly codependent on John. And, right. Yeah. And But they didn't. They're just like, happy baby, happy life. She <laughs> basically has no personality throughout the movie. No. So. Yep. Uh, she and, didn't like getting raped. Yes. But she didn't hate it. She was okay after. Yeah, but she, she did fine. like the the like five minute bang session yeah. that they had right before going to the lighthouse. Yeah. She was she was on board with that. And I just yeah, I could, that movie. I think this has the potential to be a decent movie, but the ending really ruined it. For the me. premise of the movie could work. Now let's get to the part that you right. Need to... Okay, so the very final scene is the best one. Cut back or to the narrator. Worst one. Yeah, cut back to narrator, which is John's voice, isn't it? Or is it Rutger? No, Howard's it's voice? like a. It's like a. I'm not sure who's. It's voice like a medieval. Like... It did say it in the thing. It did yeah, say narrator, but okay. So you cut back to narrator, and you see John walking through a tunnel, and all these weird, creepy babies, and it explains that John oh, is finally home. He so he he's he's with his people, and what do you know? He had a twin sister. She's a little fucked up, but she looks kind of human too. She's got like a human lady's head on like a gross pile body. No, she's right. pregnant. Yeah, well, she's, she's always pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant. Oh, yeah, because she's... She's always pregnant. That's how yeah. they make people... Yes, she's like the queen of this Because cult. even though she can fuck herself... Right, right, but... so that's what it explains, right? He goes in, and he's at peace, and he lays his head upon her bosom, as you would with your weird twin sister, mm-hmm. and she is, it points out to finalize the joke... The, the, not the joke. It's not a joke. It feels like it. To finalize the plot theme of the very beginning of the movie, she can bang herself... But she will she, make love to him instead. She accepts John. Yes. And she's like never established as a thing in this movie until this ending yeah, scene. Yeah. They're just like, oh, by the way. And it also never shows any... It never shows John as anything other than a loyal husband who's sick. And yet now all of a sudden he is willing to live in tunnels, eat people, and bang his sister. Again, the movie can't decide if John's turn at the end is supposed to be a heroic sacrifice or, like, an evil turn giving in right. to, like, the hereditary disease. Hereditary is a good movie. Is a good movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, when it, I don't know why it chose to, first off, you don't need to lay on the hermaphrodite b- pedal so hard. They really drove that as far as fast it as It actually could. doesn't matter to the movie at all. At all. Hermaphrodite. Like, only because of the... The thing in the beginning where it explains that she's so narcissistic that her, her dream would be fucking herself. Right. And but that's not the, hermaphrodite. That's just this lady's into herself. Right. And then the stinger at the end. Otherwise, it doesn't matter at all. That but they want to show you a little wiener, a little nuts, a little vagina. I, I guess maybe if it's just, just like the monster's grosser. If it's just like an offhand thing, oh, this is how they've been repopulating. Oh, oh. Sure. Cool. But then why that, should her be pregnant at the that's end? That's an okay exposition. But like the stuff with Eva and the, the, the twins, that none of that's necessary. It, it, none of it, it didn't, didn't really add. It was just like going for not necessarily gross factor, well, but like bizarre factor. Like right I think there. what they really wanted, shock factor. Yeah. I think what they really wanted at the end of the movie is that the villain of the movie is incest. Yeah. The villain, the but villain then they could have just made a documentary about the royal families of Europe. I mean, to 
far, Craig. John kind of has the half draw going on. But Craig's like, I really wanted to watch them bang. It just it's one of those plot lines that really doesn't add anything. And also, it doesn't explain how they're gonna exist anymore. Everyone moves off the island. And he just stays Shepard? there to be happy, and you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, they'll just, he'll just keep, like, turning up it'll babies. Be, it'll be, what, yeah. Rick and Morty with uh, Fruity Land, where <laughs> right. they just bang yeah. each other yeah, the babies. Exactly. Yeah, I guess that would work in a really weird, messed up way. Actually, isn't that also the thing of Hills Have Eyes? Kind of, I could yeah. see that. Either of them? The remake of the, the Hills original? Have Eyes? That could be the theme! The Hills Have Eyes is, uh, I've never seen the original, but the remake like is pretty intense, yeah. Weird incest cannibals? I yeah, mean, yeah, actually. There's actually plenty of movies is, about is, incest cannibals. Is it so. anything like the Weekend song? It's very close. It's exactly like the Weekend yeah, song. Yeah, it's very <laughs> close. They only call them when it's half past. I feel like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is pretty adjacent. Yep, that's can't. What? Is that They also did just fuck two I don't know if they're explicitly called, incestuous, so you do it but they, are, can, they sure. are a very closely knit cannibal family. Yeah, so. yeah. But there's plenty of them. Uh, what do you call it? The, the I Spit on Your Grave? That's a weird murder cannibal family. That's an intense movie. I don't recommend. Mm. Point is, terrible movie. A Serbian film, though. Don't don't oh. watch it. That does have incest. Unwilling though. Someone was willing. No, <laughs> it was unwilling. It was ba- it was bad. Again, this would be too hot for YouTube. Apparently, YouTube has explicit rules that you can't even mention incest, or they just really yeah. Oh, really? Oh, good to know. Oh. Good to know. My whole channel has not been showing up for some reason. I didn't know yeah, why. That's what it's all the incest. Yeah, because all the- that's why you put those on Pornhub. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's why they're all there. Because yeah, they were exiled from YouTube. Wasn't there an episode of Rick and Morty on Pornhub? Yeah. Uh, the uh, second half premiere or whatever was yeah. on Pornhub. Um, yeah, no. We'll never do a Serbian film on here. I, I, I would not feel I don't think anyone is willing to watch that movie. I feel no. like giving that movie like the the exposure that a podcast would give it is being too nice to what that film is. I feel like it doesn't deserve that. Yeah, I kind of wish that was one of those ones they take the Wikipedia page down on. Mm. And they won't. Yeah, just reading the synopsis was, oh my fucking Christ. The only thing I had known going into it was the newborn porn, was that it gets big controversy. Just those words together! (laughs) And I did not know anything about the ending. The ending was far more disastrous than that. (sighs) He's banging his 10-year-old son. Uh, That's the ending. Uh, like now I said, you, I now I've given way too much. I'm sorry. It's just it's a terrible movie. Don't watch it. Um, but this movie, Hemoglobin, aka Bleeders, aka The Descendant, aka The Anal Collection. We have to do our yes. We have to do our. I actually managed to avoid the Rotten Tomatoes because while we were watching the movie, I was going to bring up uh, what HP story it was based off of, and I was I just held off. So we're going to do that. We've always got to guess. Okay, we've got to predict the Rotten Tomatoes. Before story. I Google it, though, start there. All right. My prediction is 17. 17 critic, 53 fan. You want to do both? Let's do both. It's Seven, a new year. Let's critic, add. 53 yeah, fan. let's expound upon what we do. I'm going to go 23 critic, 27 fan. Okay, staying in the 2020. I'm going to keep in the 10 band. I'm going to say, like... 13 band, 20 critic. Band. Nice. 13 critic, and uh, um, I'll give it like 20 fan. I think 53 fan might have been way too high. It's too late. This movie, it. this movie was only kind of enjoyable because we were all watching it. I feel like it. this doesn't really get the cult classic status. No. So That and we're drinking. I'm going to guess. And there's probably very few reviews for it, too. Yeah, well, so I was going to say, I'm gonna, I was almost going to say it won't even have a Rotten Tomatoes 
review score. I thought that might be because I've been always, I've always been surprised by the movies I've looked up that don't have Rotten Tomato scores. I'm like, what the hell? How doesn't? But I'll give it a number just for sake of it. I'm gonna say critically, it was a eight percent. Oh. And fan, I think in the twenties is safe. And and you know maybe just bring it up a little because people who are just like I don't know Rutger Hauer completion or or like us they'll like, put a review that's like positive saying I had a good time watching it with friends, but I'm still gonna only give it. A, it's not unwatchable, right? I mean, and again, Rutger Hauer is cool, so I'm gonna give it's it a good to see him in movies. Twenty six. Oh oh oh! What was yours? Oh wait, you reverse Price of Right. Yeah yeah yeah! I went <laughs> under. Wait, I went over. Yeah. All right, and we're gonna do Bleeders nineteen. Or 1997. Boom. Because of the Mountain Dew can. <laughs> That's how we knew. <laughs> Wait a minute. Google did not come up with a Rotten Tomatoes score, so I'm going to have to go to Rotten Tomatoes and see if it even has one. <laughs> oh, dear. It's just such an obscure movie. I told you it might not. Rutger Hauer. Bleeders. No tomato meter. I should have stuck with my gut. Oh, wow. Does it have I a fan score? It does. It does have an audience score. 29. Oh. Who's closest? I had 27. I had 6. Yeah, I, I lowballed it, so... And you, yeah, yeah. I, I, I give people a little bit too much credit, because mo- <laughs> people like movies for some because reason. Because it didn't have that, and it also doesn't have a Metacritic score, we're going to go with the IMBD. IM- Which is also user. So, so we, hit a, we hit a really obscure one here, yeah. is what we're the saying. The IMDB is a 4.2 out of 10. Yes, that'd be 42. Mm-hmm. That's made way it higher than oh, I thought no. it should. Yeah. Ew, ew. Not, not a... Not a good movie. Though, remember that IMDb aggregates differently. It's people voting from 1 to 10 on how much they liked the movie, whereas Rotten Tomatoes is a percentage of critics that gave it a good review versus a bad review. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a movie can be 100% Rotten Tomato and be 6 out of 10. The problem is, Metacritic doesn't even have a page for it. (laughs) It doesn't even... Like, Rotten Tomatoes at least had a page for it. Well, don't worry. I can guarantee my movie will have a Rotten Tomatoes score. Right. So... I wasn't. I didn't pick this movie specifically to be bad. Because if, if you really want to do that, you pick something like Trolls. You pick something like... Shark Attack. Killer Tomatoes from Outer Space. Yeah. Sharknado. This at least looked like there was an attempt. Right. It had a story. It was based on a good source material. And it had a real build actor. And I had a really fun time watching it, which is why I picked it. I don't think I'd ever watch it again. <laughs> Pretty sure I'm good here. I don't have the desire to witness this film again. No. I'm happy to have seen it, though. It's a really fun movie. Like, you can piece together from watching it how it could have been a good movie. Which I think was the fun part of this cast. Yeah, and, and, and a couple ways I would... Let's just... Real quick. One way I would improve it. Make what I said earlier. Make the baby and the transition of Izzy... You know, the, the evolution of the main character... Make that something real. Like, mm-hmm. show him become more evil as it goes on so you see the twisted turn. Or make him more sympathetic yeah. so you're like, what? Instead just, of just plain. Yeah, and just some like, minor things that we mentioned, like cutting the movie together better. Yeah, the editing was terrible. Like, where like where we were talking about, like, you know, if you have the doctor, you know, doing the autopsy intermittent with John inside the house, yeah. like, and lead us to that reveal. House. And then cut less time away... Like, cut it away from the characters that are expendable that we know are going to die because right. they're not important and spend more time building characterization of uh, John, Kathleen, and the Doctor. And show, like, some turmoil between them and the morgue. 
or some shit. Because those are the two big stories. The morgue and how they're feeding these things and the she wants to steal and the t the town's trying to tear up her plot and we never come back to that? Yeah. It's in the first size and that's it? Yeah, it was literally just well, there to take away the food source. It's basically, yeah, to, to justify why these things are suddenly getting violent yeah. and also to set up an unlikable character for a good kill, which is going to bring me to mine. Show the kills! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay off. These sort of moments. Because yeah. there's very little on-screen kills, and the ones that are, are very... Like, the only good, like, actual gore moment is when the, yeah. the lady gets the... Well, and that was just the best kill in general. Even, like, you know, uh, drunk lady leg, getting her yeah. neck cut, no one cared. Uh, horny lady getting stabbed on the shoulder, no one cared. And like, the, the, that was the best one. The, the, the mortician, the lady that is being set up as this unlikable character that you want to see die, dies off-screen. Yeah. yeah. And not even... you. Like I said, I didn't even recognize her the second yeah. time. Show her... It's because they didn't show her Well, they've done that in movies before, like um, uh, the Rob Zombie movie, House of a Thousand Corpses, you get that happening. Uh, the Predator movies, you get that. It's okay to have a death off screen. Pay it off in a really intense way, like... Like like how almost all the Friday the 13th movies do, where they reveal all... Or Jason just does a fucking corpse murder montage for the... Silence of the way. Lambs. The body's hanging inside well, the cage. you like. do see the bodies hanging, but it's so dark that you barely see yeah. anything. Well, that, so and it's, it's not just, a very good Yeah, I thought it was a dude. And yeah. it's not set up as a scare. Like, when you do the kills off-screen, the setup needs to be a jump scare, basically. Right. Mm -hmm. And they didn't. And they just didn't. But, yeah. So that's... That's Bleeders. Bad movie. But fun. Not a good one, but I did, yeah, I did have fun watching yeah. it for the podcast. One out of ten. One out of... Oh, right. One we have to ten. rank it. I forgot we have to... One out of ten? The movie is a one out of ten. I'm not rating the experience of watching it. I'm rating the movie. Okay. Okay, that's fair, I guess. Uh, I'm going to go with two out of ten because it was a bad movie, but it had the framework where it could have worked. Like, he put whoever, whoever uh, Svatek or whatever his name know. was, he, he had something that could work, and then he just executed poorly. Botched it. Yeah. It gets the two from me. It gets the extra two. point for having Rucker. That's going to be it. a two for me, dog. <laughs> you just Randy jackson did. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I can't give it high. Um, I think that's too low. So on a one to ten, five is exactly average. So anything under that I feel is a negative, and I don't have a negative experience with this movie. So I think I'll give it a, I'll give it a four. Because it's a bad movie, but it wasn't a negative experience. Yeah. And five would be exactly like all right. I at least got something out of it. I'll give it a four. I think that's fair. Now I'm second-guessing myself. No, I'm sticking with it. Four. Stick to your guns. Yeah, yeah, stick to my guns. So, uh, nine divided by four, it's a two-point-something average? Yeah. Yeah, two-point-something average. Which is... Two point two five, which is a twenty-seven, which is what the crit the users gave it. Ooh. Now, does that mean I win? Yeah. Now remember, at the end of at the end of Halloween in July, we ranked the four movies that we uh, that we watched, and we're right. going to see like which one was the best and which one was the worst. This one, I I, I, I think it's going to be a hard time to go lower than this one. Right. Right. Well, um, I think people, if if I go with the movie, I'm kind of leaning towards. I think people might. It's possible to dislike it more than this movie. Yeah, because I yeah I'm not ranking it off the quality of the movie. Otherwise, yeah, it would be non-existent. <laughs> uh, just off off the podcast and how we watch it and how we interpret it. So yeah, I'm happy with my four. I'm happy mm -hmm. with that. Otherwise, that's the end of this uh, one. What's the next movie? Uh, Ooh. Oh yeah. So I will be next because it seems like we're keeping the same order we did stick, the last two years. Stick it. Mm -hmm. And I will be going with a very recent one. Uh, as the, usual, yep. this is your M.O. The Lighthouse, starring Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. 
Mm. I do love Willem Dafoe. I am indifferent I'm actually excited to see that. I, I, I respect Robert Pattinson because he too hates the movies he has made. <laughs> Only those though. Because mm-hmm. he's made a lot of movies yeah. and he's a very good actor. He is officially Batman again, isn't he? Yeah. Well, not again. It's I thought, I, thought that, I thought the fans had gotten them to second guess themselves. No, then... so he had contractual disputes after he'd got, so he got the, he got it, right? He got the role. Then he had another movie and they was like, eh, are we going to make it fit? And DC was like, well, you're going to make it. And then he was like, I don't know. But that was a year ago. They've oh, already right. filmed the movie. Did he did he come out like Daniel Radcliffe did and said, in spite of the fact that Harry Potter started my career, J.K. Rowling's a piece of shit. No, he just said the <laughs> movies does, are bad and I should yeah, have He doesn't it. like the Twilight movies. He regrets doing the Twilight movies. Yeah. He admits that he only did it because he thought Kristen Bell was attractive and wanted to bang her. Yeah, and, but his start was Harry Potter. And he did. And they did. They did date. No, yeah, Robert Pattinson's a wonderful actor and Willem Dafoe's my favorite of all time. So Lighthouse and... Willem Dafoe might be a top five actor of all time. He has yeah, to be, right? He's, he's the best. actor, yeah. Oh, I love Willem. I'm something of a scientist myself. All right. <laughs> I'm assuming that's our reference. Spider-Man. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> So we're going to come in on the lighthouse next. Yes. Uh, uh, for that, we'll go... It's in black and white, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Is it one of those black and white with tasteful colors or just black and white? Black and white. Nice. Oh, this movie had an in memoriam, too. Yeah. Who <laughs> <laughs> puts an in memoriam at the end of a freaking horror movie? I should probably... Unless it's something like... I can understand. I mean, I'm, I'm sure so, it was someone who so died while the movie was being yeah, made. So I can understand, like, you know, if Robert England dies and there's a new Nightmare on Elm Street movie, you do an in memoriam of Robert yeah. England. Yeah. But like or John Carpenter, but yeah. yeah. But you don't just do a random person who no one knows. I feel no. I feel bad for that guy because the the, the big dedication, the monument to his existence, is this movie. Is this movie. I would go so far as if you Googled his name, this is going to be one of the top. Like it's got to be like, oh yeah. By the way, he was called out in Believers. <laughs> just so you know. Either way, that's that's episode this one. This podcast is in memoriam of record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Peace out to him. I love Rucker Howard uh, for Blind Fury. This has been episode one of Halloween in July. I'm Kevin. I'm Jake. I'm Craig. And I'm DJ. Thanks for listening. It's a lie, it's a lie.